like when they actually like put the casket in the, the ground burial i guess the burial the grave digging <laughs> LOL. okay um I feel like that, that's like the opposite isn't it like grave digging is when someone you like gra- you take out the grave out of the grave <laughs> <laughs> well like you whatever welcome to not another teen drama a podcast where we analyze the evolution of teen shows from the 90s until today we're your hosts amy and Gina, and we're on a quest to watch the pilot episode of every teen drama. Today, we made it to the year 2020, and we will be discussing the pilot episode of The Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys premiered on December 4th, 2020 on Hulu and has two seasons so far. It follows two brothers alongside their friends and father as they try to find the truth about what is happening in their small town. Hmm. I think there's three seasons, actually. I thought I read that it got renewed for a third season, but it hasn't premiered yet, unless it did premiere. I think it just came out in July. Oh, then there's three seasons so far. My bad. Yeah, I'm like, wow, this this show is popular. Yeah, I didn't really know (laughs) it was like a thing. That this show was a thing? Yeah. I mean, obviously I knew about like the Hardy Boys, like the books. I didn't read them, but like I knew they were a thing. And then... Mm -hmm. I feel like I had heard, like, vaguely, like, oh, they're making a TV show. Because they also made, like, a Nancy Drew TV show on the CW. Right. Which I did watch. But, yeah, I didn't watch the Hardy Boys. Yeah, I, I was never, like, a big Hardy Boys fan. Like, I liked I liked Nancy Drew. Um, yeah. And it, so I knew about the Hardy Boys. And right. I think that, like, there's some crossover between them oh okay like they collapse sometimes <laughs> nice and i used to like i well i still do play like the the video games like the computer games of mm-hmm. nancy drew and then sometimes the hardy boys will be like characters in it and then you oh, can like play as fun. the hardy boys yeah yeah i i mean i read some nancy drew books but i thought so like i thought nancy drew was the original and then like the hardy boys came after but oh. the Hardy Boys are the original, and then once they were successful, then they made like Nancy Drew as like the girl wow. counterpart. Kinda, so obviously yeah. the boys came first. But basically, the Hardy Boys series was created by Edward Stratemeyer. The books themselves were actually like written by many ghostwriters, mm. most notably Leslie McFarlane who wrote under the pseudonym Franklin W. Dixon, and they debuted in 1927, which, like, that's, like, sold. Wow. Wow, it's almost been 100 years. Holy moly. <laughs> that's crazy. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So, and then later, from 1959 to 1973, the first 38 books were extensively revised to remove depictions of racial stereotypes so yeah you on that and then they also rewrote them to like be be targeted toward a younger audience so i I, i'm not sure i guess the original hardy boys books maybe weren't i don't know if they were like targeted as more like young adults and then like they kind of rewrote them to be more like children's like an older children's book Mm -hmm. and then there's been like a lot of iterations of like the hardy boys like they went from the Hardy Boys case files started in 1987, and then the original Hardy Boys mystery stories ended in 2005. Then there was the Undercover Brothers, which launched in 2005. And then 
and then and Undercover Brothers ended in 2012. And then in 2013, it was the Hardy Boys Adventures, which is the newest one. And then as of 2023, the original editions of the first three books are now in the public domain because they're that old. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then I don't know when Nancy Drew, the original Nancy Drew, we didn't we like talk about this on like Saturday is like 1930 or something 1930 something I think was when yeah, Nancy I think Drew. 1930 is when Nancy Joe came out yeah so it was only a few years after the Hardy Boys so I guess they had a lot of success in those early years but yeah that's like a really really quick synopsis of like the history of the Hardy Boys and I'm not I didn't like look too far into it I'm not sure if like the or because like this pilot episode is kind of like the origin story of the hardy boys and i'm not sure if that origin story is the same as the original one but i imagine there's been a bunch of different origin stories kind of like spider-man or something (laughs) right i i do know they changed it a little bit for the show because frank and joe are supposed to be like a year apart oh they're like really close in age so in this tv show they made joe like quite a bit younger yeah than frank so it's like a different dynamic for sure. usually they're like they're like BFFs, you know. They like do everything together. Like oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, okay. I guess it makes it like I don't know, not like a sidekick, but like you know, it seems like Joe's yeah. like gonna like like Frank's definitely the leader because he's the older. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so we have Frank Hardy as our main, I always say main girly. I don't like when it's a boy. Main <laughs> girly, played by Rohan Campbell. So he is like, I guess his name is Francis, which I'm like, well, also, does this take place in the 80s? Like, when is this taking place? It looks old. <laughs> I thought it was 80s, but I'm not positive. Yeah, yeah. They don't really 80s. Say. Yeah. I wonder if it's giving the kind of like, riverdale like what time is it you know Mm -hmm. type of thing where it's like i mean it's there's no smartphones like they talk about landlines so it definitely is like pre y2k but i'm thinking 80s yeah i'm trying to think of like any technology they had well they had skateboards right did they have skateboards yeah yeah he was riding a skateboard yeah yeah yeah, because he rides it at the park yeah i would say like 80s yeah yeah it's hard to tell with fashion these days i'm like hmm, who knows right true so frank is like 16 he's a baseball pitcher and it's unclear if he's popular or not like he seems like kind of popular he has like yeah, a, he has girlfriend. a girlfriend he's an athlete yeah a jock type mm-hmm. then we have joe hardy played by alexander elliott who is frank's younger brother he seems to be about like 12 13 yeah mm-hmm. she's like middle school age mm, yeah that's about it for him <laughs> he rides a skateboard i guess in one scene <laughs> then we have fenton hardy played by james tepper who apparently he gets recast in the later season like season two and three hmm. so fenton is their dad also like what i've never heard that name in my life he's a cop or a detective i guess which of yeah. course we got we got the like double threat this time we got cop dad and dead mom like true yeah staples of the team yeah which because like i i pulled this list from like the main characters of wikipedia and i realized like the mom wasn't on this list and i was like why isn't the mom on this list then i was like wait she probs dies (laughs) Uh, of course and then she did so sad 
but yeah. And the dad is from, I guess both their parents are from Bridgetown, Bridgetown, Bridgeport, Bridgeport are both from Bridgeport, which is like a small town. And they refer to like where they live currently as the city, mm-hmm. but it's unclear what city, like, do they say what <laughs> suburb they're in? Like they're by yeah, the I water somewhere. So maybe East do. coast vibes. Uh, yeah, I'm like maybe me, it's like Boston I, or something like Boston, and then like a coastal town is the like small town. Bayport, yeah, I don't know where Bayport is. Bridgeport. It says, oh, sorry, I'm looking at Hardy Boys and the oh, Hardy it's Bayport Boys are from in the books? Bayport. Oh, interesting. So I guess they yeah. changed it to White to Bridgeport. Yeah, well, Nancy Drew takes place in Maine. So I wonder if it's in Maine. Mm. Uh, yeah, it just says some like a city in the Northeast United States. Okay, so it is East Coast. Yeah, yeah. that makes sense. Okay. So it's a made up, it's a made up place. Nice. Um then we have Gloria Estabrook, played by Linda Thorson, who is the grandma, so that's mom's mom. And she's annoying. <laughs> she's just like kind of overbearing and kind of like mysterious old white lady from she's the northeast also, like rich it yes seems. yeah yeah and we have aunt trudy played by b santos who is fenton's sister and that's who they're staying with in bridgeport then we have kelly shaw played by kiana lynn bastidas chet morton played by adam swain phil cohen played by christian perry and Elizabeth Biff Hooper, played by Riley O'Donnell, who are all the kind of, like, the ragtag kids they meet in Bridgeport. Mm-hmm. So they get introduced this episode. We don't learn much about them, but they're there. And they're, like, main characters. Because, like, he has a, like, Frank has a girlfriend named Emma, who they leave behind in the city. So irrelevant. Goodbye, and, Emma. And then the mom dies in the pilot. So also irrelevant, unfortunately. Fortunately. Unless they do flashbacks, but it doesn't seem like they do. Yeah. So I guess they're important for this episode, but for the rest of the season. Yeah, no. Sorry. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Ugh, why are they got And also, like, I mean, I guess we'll get into this, but it was really giving me... Oh my gosh. Why do I want to say... Why do I want to say Evermore, but that's not right. What's that one show we watched? Everwood. That's what it's Everwood. called. Everwood. I was saying yeah. Evermore, which is not right. Okay. It, it was giving me a lot of Evermore parallels. Everwood parallels. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Taylor Swift, stop it. <laughs> like. Right. Because that one... Yeah, the mom dies in the pilot, right? And he, they have to move to another city. Yeah. And it's very... Well, also, like, they move to the other city because of the mom in Everwood. And then also they kind of do that here because they're my and dad are both from Bridgeport. And then also the mom is driving to one of the child's events in both. Because, like, she's yeah, driving right. to, like, the piano recital or something in Everwood. Right. And then to the baseball game in this. But, I mean, it's definitely different because, like, in Everwood it's an accident. There's, like, no questions asked kind of thing and then this it's like at the end it's like ooh, like yeah was it a a accident or not so yeah of course it can't just be an accident because it's the hardy boys yes of course they must be some mysteries yeah Yeah. (laughs) i also thought it was interesting that the mom is an investigative reporter or used to be one Mm. because then like the dad's a detective so obviously like they're going to give investigative genes to their children like duh right yeah, they're like a combo of both of them. <laughs> yeah. 
right? Okay, so we can get into the plot. Frank and Joe fight over a video game when their mom lets Joe finish it, but he loses. A fishing boat reels in something and gets stuck. The captain sends Ern to cut it down because he's the smallest. Ern finds a box and brings it aboard. The captain then calls someone and they tell him to head to the assigned coordinates. Some men come on board and kill the crew except Ern escapes before the boat blows up. Yeah, so the cold open is kind of just like them playing video games and it's like a very wholesome like the boys and the mom yeah just like hanging out at home and then it cuts to like this boat where i'm like why is this relevant like what is happening <laughs> yeah yeah oh, i guess it does have to be like in the 80s or something because they have a video game right it's like a yeah, yeah like an old-fashioned like nintendo 64 yeah like they're like a knight going into a castle or something yeah. trying to I kill a dragon i didn't play those games Sorry. <laughs> they should have been playing the Nancy Drew video game. Oh my gosh. That would have been funny. That would have been good. <laughs> They're like, who's this character? Nancy Drew. Yeah, like, who's Nancy Drew? <laughs> I wonder if Nancy Drew shows up in the Hardy Boys show. The Hardy Boys did not show up in the Nancy Drew show. Mm. But the Nancy Drew show was like modern, right? That's oh. true. So yeah. like, but yeah, they should have had some like crossovers. That would be nice. Well, she's also, like, older, like, in... She's an adult in the Nancy Drew show. Oh, you're right. Yeah. She, like, just graduated high school at the beginning of the show. So, like, the whole thing takes place over, like, they're, like, 19, 20 years old. Mm. But I think, like, it... I mean, it would have been, like, smart for them to do crossover. Like, that would have been, like, good, like, for, you know... I would have maybe learned what the Hardy Boy show was, but... I feel like I wonder if there's just going to be like another Nancy Drew character in this show. Mm. Like unrelated to the CW. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Or they just have like a cameo where just like one girl named Nancy like in the town. Yeah. Like who's that? Well, that's Nancy. She's solving a mystery. Nancy. She's <laughs> like not relevant. D. Drew or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then like Joe's like giving very much like younger sibling vibes. He's like, he's like, I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> and Frank's like, No, you're gonna mess it up, so right. don't touch it. Which and he then, does. Of course, so... Joe touches it and he messes it up. But, but it, it. I mean, he does mess it up, but it also is Frank's fault because if he had just left and let Joe play, he probably wouldn't have died. Yeah, that's true. But you know, older siblings, it's never our fault. <laughs> Yeah, they're always fighting. That's okay. Yeah, and so then on the boat, there it's like a fishing boat, and they catch. It's a plane, right? Like a plane. It looks crash. like a like a tiny plane. Yeah. Yeah. Like a shipwrecked plane. Yeah, a shipwrecked plane. <laughs> a shipwrecked plane. <laughs> a crashed plane in the yeah. ocean. A, a, I was gonna say a drowned plane. No, a, a sunken <laughs> plane. A sunken plane. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's like a plane, and so they were like, Ern, you go out there. You're you're a skinny, a skinny man. Like, you go out there and, and cut down the thing. And then he like looks at it, he's like, Wait, there's something inside the plane. And the captain's like, Bring it here. And then they he brings the box, and then everyone's like, What is it? And the captain's like, It's nothing. And he like goes and like calls someone on like the intercom. And he's like, Very suspicious. I, got it. I found it. And then the person on the other end's like, go to the coordinates and so they go there 
and then they meet with like another boat and then all these men come on board and like murder everyone but Ern jumps off and like swims to shore yeah. so he's safe so rip I know I, I was kind of confused too I thought I thought maybe like Ern was Joe like a couple years later <laughs> like, oh. I thought he was like grown up now and I was like oh like different timelines. Okay. Yeah. But no, he was just a, another redhead kid. He's just like a townie. He's just like also yeah. lives in Bridgeport. Yeah. I was like, oh. And then, yeah, the captain, of course, is doing something suspicious. Yeah. And then he dies. So Sad for him. Rip. Yeah. But yeah, so that kind of like sets up. Like, I, I'm assuming... This is, like, because they're kind of setting up, like, two mysteries. Like, one is, like, this, like, why did the boat blow up? Like, what's going on with this and whatever? And the other mystery is, like, what happened to the mom? Like, who killed her? All of that. And I I imagine they're going to, like, yeah, there's some correlation. At the end, it's going to be, like, oh, she was investigating the boat thing and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know. But, yeah, so it's, like. Those are, like, the two mysteries that are set up in this episode. Frank practices pitching with his mom before school. Fenton is going undercover at a construction site and takes pictures through the window. He sees two men exchange a thermos, and then they arrest one of them. Frank wins his baseball game, but is disappointed that his parents didn't make it. His dad comes at the end and tells them that their mom was in an accident. Yeah, so we see Frank and the mom. It's, like, very cute. They're, like throwing a ball back and forth <laughs> like, yeah she's giving me very much like boy boy mom vibes you know she like yeah. hangs out with them and like like plays jokes on them <laughs> right like i oh i like i thought it was nice that like they showed because like normally in this scenario it's kind of it's giving like troy bolton and his dad vibes mm. where the dad's like yeah Troy this is your dream and he's like no dad this is not my dream it's yours and like that's like the father-son dynamic yeah but this was like really nice to see that like the mom is like very supportive and like Mm -hmm. not overbearing it seems at all she's just like very encouraging of like what Frank wants to do but also like she yeah so she seems to be more much more involved in things than like the dad is yeah and they all have like a good relationship with each other Mm -hmm. like the entire family it seems to be very like cohesive which is kind of different from most teen dramas because usually like if the mom dies they just like say it off camera or they have like Mm. like a little scene and then they're gone but this one I was like I was like oh this is so sweet but then I I was starting to get scared because I was like this is too sweet (gasps) you know I I was like something bad's gonna happen Yeah, but I do think they did a good job of, like, really portraying what an impact the mom's absence would leave on the kids. Yeah. Because it's kind of like when it happens off screen or it happened right before the show premiered, then you're kind of like, okay, but, like, what was their relationship? Like, you don't even know, really. Mm -hmm. And so you just have to, like, imagine that it was good and that's making an impact. But, like, we actually see them, like, how they, like, act together in a day-to-day basis. Yeah, yeah. And she, yeah, she seems to be really the one who's, like, mostly taking care of them. She, like, drives them to school. She, like, goes to all the games. She's, yeah, she's very involved. Right. The other thing is, in the morning, because, like, they're practicing the pitching, and then they're going to, like, 
the mom's taking him to school, the dad says, oh, I need to borrow your car. Right. So she takes his car. Yes. Which I thought was part of because like it's implied later that she was like killed because of something she was doing like an investigative journalist stuff but i originally thought like oh she took the dad's car like he was the intended target oh but they just accidentally killed her because they thought they thought he was driving the car but it was actually the mom like that's what i thought which maybe that is some part of it but that wasn't said in this episode but that was my first thought yeah i didn't think about that but that's yeah that's really true like because yeah she dies in a a car accident because like someone's on her tail so yeah that would make sense that they would think it was the dad because he's like you know investigating all the, the sketchy people right dang taking the fall for her husband (laughs) yeah i don't know (laughs) as women do but yeah so the dad's like undercover it's like construction site and it's like he's pretending to be some kind of like i don't know electrician or something like Uh pulls some of the cords out he's like i gotta fix these but then he like just like pulls out a camera like so obviously and it's like the 80s it's a big ass camera and he's like taking photos through the window of like the office at the site and i'm like how is no one suspicious of this like it's so obvious i was like is this what stakeouts looked like back in the 80s because like (laughs) what's going on but then like he sees them exchange something and so i think there's like money in the thermos not like coffee so then they caught them in the act of i don't know selling drugs i'm not sure what they were actually catching them for yeah yeah i guess I guess he's like only there for a few minutes, maybe. <laughs> but still, yeah, he doesn't have a very good undercover story, right? But yeah, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure if this was like connected to like the boat thing because I was like, wait, what happened like in with the boat, right? And then, but I think this is just like a random stakeout, right? Or is I, it- they didn't like name anyone or give any details, so I think it's just like depicting well that also it made me think it was like depicting like this is like the dad's job and so he's like around dangerous people and so then i don't know if it's a red herring or i thought it was kind of implied that maybe those people were the ones chasing the mom Mm. but i don't know that might be a red herring too yeah because i was like who's the bad guy here or like they're all bad guys but like who's the main bad guy Right, and everyone from know. the boat is, like, dead, right? So Yeah. Like, we, did we see what was in the box that I they pulled from the plane? It looked like artifacts of some kind to me, but I don't know. Mm. They don't think they said. Okay. So, I guess I'm assuming whoever is buying those artifacts. Yeah, it was going to be, like, guy. National Treasure. But... Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> they, like, yeah, they have to go all around the country, like, searching for clues. Yeah. That'd be interesting. <laughs> Yeah, and yeah, the mom goes to every single game, but then today she's not there, and yeah. Frank is like so sad. Even though he wins, so yeah, he still wins. Sad. At the funeral, their grandma speaks, and Frank puts his baseball glove on the grave. Gloria gives Frank a music box that belonged to his mom. Their dad tells them. He is taking a leave from work, and they are going to Bridgeport for the summer. 
In Bridgeport, they are staying with Fenton's sister, Trudy. Frank and Joe go to, into town to get ice cream and they meet Biff, Callie, Chet, and Phil. Yeah, so then they cut to the funeral. Glo- Grandma Gloria gives the eulogy. And then we see at the like grave... What is it called? The grave? The grave digging? <laughs> what is it? Is that what it's called? <laughs> like the, Wait, what? Like, like when they actually like put the casket in the, the ground. Burial, I guess. A burial. The grave digging. <laughs> LL. Okay. Um, I mean, like that, that's like the opposite, isn't it? Like grave digging is when someone you like you take out the grave out of the grave. <laughs> well, like you whatever. But then we see Frank because like sometimes you like put well sometimes you put it in the casket, but I guess you can also put it like on the casket. But like something that's like meaningful to yeah. Like the 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 person that passed, and so they put Frank Frank puts his baseball glove, and I feel like that's like also representative of like he, he's closing the chapter on baseball. Like oh, he's like giving up because he's like which I think is a pretty common mm. thing. Like if you have a really close relationship with like a parent, and your that relationship is really tied to an activity, it can be really hard after that parent passes. It can be really hard to continue on that activity. Yeah. So, I mean, that was kind of what I gathered from it was like, I I mean, obviously he could take up baseball again and get a new glove. But like, I think that is very symbolic. Yeah. I mean, we yeah, we did see them, you know, playing baseball together. So maybe like the mom was like, you know, really loved baseball as well. Yeah. Mm. And it seemed like she was kind of the good luck charm because she like wrote a little note to him and said, oh, I have to do this for your game or else it'll be bad if if mm-hmm. I don't. So yeah um, yeah just wouldn't be the same right and then yeah gloria the grandma she seems like a little bit suspicious agreed like agreed it's like it seems like the dad didn't have like a great relationship with her like his mother-in-law i guess right. and like she never really came to visit that much so and I, yeah interesting because like she doesn't she doesn't seem mean, but right. there's, like, something a little strange about her. I feel like it seems like the mom grew up really rich and Fenton didn't. And so, like, the grandma was kind of like, oh, why are you slumming it with this? Mm, this you poor know? man. Yeah, this, like, blue collar guy or something. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So that's kind of the vibe that it gives. And so I feel like the mom probably didn't have the best relationship with her mom, which is why the grandma didn't come around a lot and why they moved out of town. And they raise their kids in the city. That's like, seems like a pretty common thing in like TV and in real life. Yeah. That's because, yeah, she just like has like a mansion in in town and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, but it's interesting that both the mom and the dad are from the same small town. Mm-hmm. You know, so they must have kind of grown up together. Yeah. Or at least knew each other. Um. So yeah, they move back to that small town and they go to stay with Fenton's sister. Yeah, who seems really nice. Mm-hmm. And they seem to have a good relationship with the like the ne- the nephews. Mm-hmm. But of course, Frank is sad because he's like, I have to leave my girlfriend right. <laughs> for the summer. <laughs> no. Oh no, whatever will he do? He's definitely gonna like hook up with the one of the new girls. Callie? Callie. Probably. Whichever that's one is guess. the yeah 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 Callie, Biff is the young one that's Biff kind of like friends one. with yeah that wants to be friends with Joe and then 
Frank also meets Callie, Chet, and Phil, who are kind of his age, it seems. And so they're going to be like their little the Hardy Boy gang. Is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, that's like. Oh, and then the music box. Gloria gives Frank the music box. And he, like, finds, like, a hidden compartment. And she, he's like, oh, where for something. And I don't know. I feel like there's some, this music box must have, like, some, like, real meaning. Like, it's going to help them solve a mystery or something. Right? Yeah. Music boxes always, like, have some, yeah. like, secret properties. <laughs> I feel yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, I have music boxes somewhere. Like, I wonder if there's, like, secrets in them. <laughs> I feel like they usually do have like storage compartments in them, you know. Usually, yeah, it's like not true. just a music box, but spooky. Hmm. Yeah. Gloria throws a welcome barbecue for the boys, and everyone is talking about the boat that sank. Joe lets Gloria's dog out, and they search the woods for peppermint. Joe is kidnapped by Ern and demands to sp- and Ern demands to speak with Gloria. Uh, Frank goes to get Gloria, and Ern tells her that her boat blew up, and he is the only survivor. Dun, dun, dun. Hmm. Yeah, since Gloria's rich, she has a big house and throws a big party for them. <laughs> yeah. And she has a dog named Peppermint. Which, like... <laughs> Honestly, like, it's kind of a cute name for a dog. Like, not gonna lie. Peppermint? Yeah, that is cute. Yeah. Hmm. 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 <laughs> Getting ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dog is let loose, and they have to go find him out in the woods. But then they find a scary man. Aaron. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, he grabs Joe and, like, covers his mouth. And then he's like, I want to speak to whoever lives here. And so then, like, Frank goes to get Gloria, but he looks at, like, Joe and he's like, I'm going to be right back, okay? And Joe's like, his mouth is fully covered by Ern. And he's just like, okay. I'm like, and, and freak out a little like more, a please. Yeah. Right? Like, you're being kidnapped. Like, please be a little bit more scared. Like, he seems fine. They're just like, oh, another day. Exactly. Like, it was, everything, was, everything was so chill. And then the dad later is like, I wish you would have told me. I'm like, just be happy your son's okay. Like, what? Yeah, but Callie and who? Chet? I don't know. Chet. Yeah. yeah they're, they're with Frank and Joe, and then they recognize Ern. They, like, know right. who Ern is. So they're like, they're like, oh, it's it's okay. It's okay. Like, so he's usually not dangerous. Yeah. You know? So yeah. maybe they're just local. like, okay, he's like going through through something right now like i don't he's know obviously traumatized yeah yeah and then he like and then gloria comes and he tells gloria like oh your boat blew up and she's like oh well must have been my boat i'm like lady she's Hello. like i don't have a boat she's like, I don't, she's like yeah i, don't, I guess that might be my boat yeah i was like i don't handle that kind of thing i'm like uh okay yeah so like yeah because everyone knows about the boat that right. sank and they, they right. just think that it sank they didn't know it was like Taken over by pirates or something. <laughs> like, so, but Gloria owns the boat. So maybe she was like looking for like the box, the treasure right. box. Right. Maybe she was the one on the phone. Yeah. Ooh. Mm, maybe she's like, like 
the head of like organized crime or something. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, but we also okay. So before the dog gets out, Joe and Frank are with Gloria like in the sitting room or whatever, and like they're like, oh, what's that? And Gloria's like, oh, that's your great grandpa. He or was it her grandpa? Grandpa or great grandpa? I forget. Um, but like he was a pilot and he flew planes. So like I assume that plane is oh. the plane they found in the ocean. And whatever. So that makes sense that Gloria was looking for the box. Because, like, if it was her husband or dad that, like, died, or, like, that the plane, that owned the plane, then, like, maybe there was something that he was getting for her. Yeah. You know? And, like, it's never been found, but maybe she hires, like, she puts these crews on her boats to go find it. Hmm. Yeah. I want to know. What's in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> what's in the box? <laughs> oh no, oh, not no. what's Paltrow. <laughs> no. Oh yeah, but then they just like uh Joe like escapes from Ern and then Ern runs away. So Right. We don't really know what he wanted from Gloria. Right. Something really freaked him out on the boat. Yeah. So Something sketch is going on. We don't know what. This is true. The next day, Frank and Joe watch old home videos of their mom. They overhear a woman telling their dad that their mom's death wasn't an accident. She says that Laura was investigating a case and her nephew Rupert was her source. She thinks that is what got her killed. Frank and Joe want to solve the case. Yeah, so the next day they're in the attic watching old home videos, looking through their mom's stuff, and then they hear a noise. They're like, oh, what's that? And like, it must be Trudy. It's like, it doesn't sound like Trudy. And then they, like, see a hole in the ground, and, like, in the bottom of the attic, so they can, like, literally <laughs> see through to the garage. And they see, like, their dad talking to this rando lady. And, yeah, she's like, your wife wasn't killed on accident. She was murdered. Murder. <laughs> and... Yeah. And then they're like, we must solve the case. And this is how the Hardy Boys were formed. Yes. Yes. So I guess, yeah, everyone thought that Laura wasn't doing investigative journalism anymore, but maybe she was secretly. Right. And earlier we did see, like, right before she wrote that note to Frank for the baseball game, she was on the phone and she sounded upset. And he was like, oh, what's yeah. up? And she's like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, my friend, like, whatever. And it's like, no, you're lying. So mm. it must have been Rupert on the phone. Yeah. Because she says, like, before before Laura died, she had, like, three calls from Rupert or something. So. Yeah. So we don't know how everything's related. Probably something something going on. Yeah, it is interesting, but I I actually really liked this one. Yeah, me too. I enjoyed it. I I like the ones that are like set in a different time period because I think they're yeah. just like fun. I think, and I do think it was like well, like the cinematography was like interesting. Like it wasn't mm-hmm. like it seemed like pretty. Like it wasn't like uh. Well, I'm gonna try to think of a really high budget one. Like it wasn't like um. What was that one in New York with um, Jaden Smith? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? The Boslerman show that we watched? Oh, The Get Down? Yeah, The Get Down. Like, it wasn't, like, high budget, like, The Get Down. Like, that was, right. like, really high budget. But, like, this one seems, like, definitely higher budget than, like, CW. Like, it yeah. looked nicer than, like, some of the other shows we watch. 
Yeah. And it, yeah, it, it wasn't like totally in your face that it was like set in a different time period, but it right. just gives like that kind of nostalgic, nostalgic. feeling, mm-hmm. which is cute, you know? Yeah. Like, small nice. town in the past. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, I liked it. Should we do who's endgame? Yeah. I guess. Yeah, there weren't that many <laughs> like possibilities. I mean, my only thing is, like, I don't think Emma and what's his face, Frank, are going to last. I think Frank's going to end up with Callie. It's unclear whether Callie and Chet are together or just friends. I'm not sure at the moment. And then, yeah. I, I don't know if Joe's old enough to have a girlfriend, but I think Joe and Biff are. Yeah, I think Joe and Biff will. Yeah. Yeah. I was Does like, the dad find love again? TBD. Oh, I'm like, too soon. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Too soon, too soon. Um, or Aunt Trudy. Aunt Trudy seems to be single. Yeah, Aunt Trudy does seem to be single. So I wonder if... And Gloria. The, maybe the parents got married kind of young. Yeah. Because, like, Trudy seems pretty young. Yeah. Or, like, not like... She's not, like, you know... Well, she could like, just be, like, a lot young, young, younger true. than Fenton. Yeah. Because I, like, I was like, oh, she doesn't have, like, kids because they don't have cousins, right? Right. Not but, that like, she, she could. I don't know. True. In the future. Well, that is it for this week. If you like our podcast, please give us five stars and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. You can follow us on Instagram at Not Another Teen Drama and on TikTok at Not Another Teen Drama Pod. And next week, we'll be watching The Wilds. Thanks for listening. Bye.